This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey, it's Garcelle Beauvais, and welcome back to season two of Going to Bed with Garcelle. Every episode, me and my rotating mix of friends, some celebrities, some not, will be heating things up with provocative girl talk. Get ready. No topic is too taboo, and everything is grown and sexy. I am beyond excited. Tonight, I am going to bed with the sexy singer, songwriter, judge on your favorite show. I'm talking about the incredibly, did I say sexy? Robin Thicke. Robin, hi. So nice to go to bed with you this evening. (laughs) Thank you. The other person I'm going to bed with is my girlfriend, lifestyle organizer, the incredible Emma Carter. Hi, thanks for having me again. I am so excited. You are kicking off the second season of Going to Bed with Garcelle, and I can't imagine of anybody else I'd love to go to bed with tonight. So thank thank you for being here. What is your drink of choice, Robin? Well, uh, I'm drinking a coffee with French vanilla creamer in my <laughs> dad joke champion cup. I love it. My my friends got me this uh, for all my bad dad jokes on the show. <laughs> That's funny. Emma, what are you drinking? I made myself a little mandarin cocktail with some vodka. Oh, nice. And I am doing rosé all day. So cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers to you. Thank you. So, Robin, let's talk about baby making music that you make. Yes. I mean, your music just inspires love and sex. And I know you have a new album, On Earth and in Heaven. I cannot wait to hear it. Um, My baby making days are over, but I may just practice. Well, you know, (laughs) you're never out of practice, Garcelle. Um, The heart of my music has always been, like you said, about love, you know, and whatever place I'm in in my life? Do I need to learn how to self-love? Do I need to learn how to work on love with my partner or love with my parents or now with my children? So at this point in my life, I lost my father a few years ago uh, and I lost my mentor last year. And so, so right now it's really about the love that has moved on and how they still inspire me and lead the way for me and how the, there's so much love in my life here on earth. My mother, my April, my children, mm-hmm. and uh, my friendships. Oh, I love that. And we need that more than ever. And I'm going to touch on your father because I would be remiss if I didn't. I loved your dad so much. Thank you. He lit a room when he walked in. We knew each other. We went, actually, we did a celebrity trip to the Bahamas, and he was the life of the party. We had so much fun. And as a matter of fact, the other day, my assistant Taz was going through my phone and she goes, you still have Alan Thick in your phone. And I said, I don't want to delete it. I will never delete it. I just, he was just amazing. He was aspirational and inspirational. And, uh, you know, I've always uh, tried to walk in his uh, footsteps in some way, but now that he's gone, even more so, I, f- I find myself uh, sounding more like him and uh, saying the same things to my kids that he said to me. And and that's can you bit- dance like him? Yeah, yeah a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all awesome. in the DNA. It's in the DNA. <laughs> can we get a little sexy? 
Elizabeth Hurley asked her 80-year-old mother to do some nudes for her. Who would you trust to take a photo? And you know they wouldn't leak it. You know they wouldn't send it anywhere else. Ten years ago, I might have been like, hey, you know, whatever. You know, take a shot, you know? Take as many pictures as you want, you know? Right. Ten years later, I'm like, where's the curtain? Close the door. Turn off the lights. We want fireplace lighting only these days. Right, exactly. How's your Photoshopping? I, uh... I don't want anyone to see me without the fireplace on. You know what I mean? That's the only lighting... I love that you say that because I just read something where they said that you shouldn't have music when you're making love. And for me, that sets the mood. I need music. I need candles. I need the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Would sex be the same without music? Well, it depends on, you know, what what uh, what you're going for that night. You know, (laughs) sometimes a movie in the background, you know, you you jump into it and then next thing you know you're at the end of the movie and you feel good you feel like wow we, we skipped the whole film that was impressive you know what I mean? we can we don't even have to do this again for a week or so we, we right we'll film <laughs> that's funny i think if you haven't had time together and you want you want to feel that romance and you know some of that stuff you know laying in bed and lighting the fire like you said candles i like i'm a fireplace man myself i like to have that fire crackling i love that but, but yeah, I can do without the music because I always have it running in my head anyway. And as soon as I see uh, my beautiful lady, music plays in my head anyway, you know? I mean, she's gorgeous. <laughs> it would play in my head too. Sometimes <laughs> it's it's like D'Angelo and sometimes it's like, you know, drop it down, Drake stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It depends is on it, where. Is it ever Robin Thicke? <laughs> no, no. I try to, I don't want to hear me. <laughs> it, you know, that'll throw it off. I'll be like, oh, I should have turned up the bass. I should have turned up the bass. <laughs> Like, yes, turn on the bass. Yeah, yeah. I'm just so impressed her 80-year-old mother could take photos because I love my mom so much. She's my best friend, but she is not camera savvy. So I would not trust my mom. It's not about That's the nudity very funny. part. It's not That's... the nudity part mm-hmm. in front of my mom. It's the camera angles, like Robin said, and the lighting. I don't want my 80-year-old mom to drive long distances, you know, let alone... <laughs> Let alone take a naked photo. Handle heavy machinery of any kind. (laughs) So I think maybe my husband or my best girlfriend that um, she does hair and makeup and she takes amazing photos, Sarah. So I would trust her. You would trust her over your 80. Yeah. Yeah. You had an 80 year old mother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my mom's 66, but yes. Yeah. I love her, but not for the camera. (laughs) Can we please talk about the mass singer for a moment? Please. I mean, did you think when they pitched it to you, were you like, will this work? The only reason I had a good feeling about it was I had seen Ryan Reynolds was promoting Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. And he, he dressed as a unicorn and he sang, tomorrow, tomorrow. And it was the most odd, hilarious, adorable, <laughs> plus it's Ryan Reynolds underneath right. unicorn. And the panel was all funny and having a great time. Two days later, my manager happens to call me and say, they're doing a U.S. version of this show in Korea called The Mass Singer. Would you be interested? And I said, I would love to. It's all about good energy. Yes. Uh, you know, and and it's all about these celebrities hiding under these masks and, <laughs> and entertaining the crowd. So for me, it was a, a win-win all the way around. I believe there are no coincidences. The fact that you saw, you happened to see Ryan Reynolds, and then you get the call the next day. It's like... 
you may not have put it together in your head. No, you I may not have been that. excited. I may not have been excited right. about it, but it exactly. was a guy that I really love, like Ryan Reynolds. And so it made me feel like right away that was something that I would want to do. I'd want to be a part of something like that. I love that. So, you know, I don't know if your show has inspired this or this has been going on, but have you heard about the furries? People who actually get dressed in costume and have sex. Well, I have, and I'll tell you why. I did an episode of The Real Husbands of Hollywood with <laughs> Kevin. You know, yes, I did the whole first season and I did a, the whole last season. And so in the episode, uh turns out that Nia Long is into furries. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin's into furries. And Kevin spends the whole episode trying to get with Nia. And then by the end of it, uh, Nia and I end up in the, in the Hollywood Hills at my house in our furry costume with our furry costumes laid out across the floor. So that was actually the first time I had ever heard about furries. Is uh, that something that would interest you? What's the craziest thing you've a, done? I'm more into like equestrian gear. You know what I mean? <laughs> a chap, maybe. <laughs> I like to take the horse for a walk. You know what I mean? <laughs> Emma, what do you think? Would you ever get into the furries? What's the craziest thing you've done? I mean, I think like I would be into like, well, going back to the mask singer, but a mask wearing. I don't know if the full get up is really my thing. I just think it's more layers to try and rip off. I'm attracted to the female form, not, you know, a mascot. You know? Right. <laughs> I, I lived well with said. a swinger. I lived with a swinger very temporarily when I went to Australia. I knew it wasn't like he was out there, hey, I'm a swinger. But I came home one night late after the club and there were masks and like bowls of oh. condoms everywhere. Oh. And then, you know, he reveals he's this swinger that throws swinger parties and they all wear masks and it says hot and heavy thing. I didn't join in on it, but uh-huh. I, there's a whole world out there. <laughs> I didn't join in on it that night. Yeah, but- right, exactly. <laughs> Does age matter? I feel like I don't want to do the cougar thing. Yeah. I'd rather have a guy who's my age. And yeah. I'm wondering, does age matter? Because I believe there's an age difference between you and your gorgeous April Love. Yes, yes. Um, I'm much younger than her mentally. <laughs> and um, so it works. Um, no, I think age does matter. Of course, age age plays into everything we are. You know, we, we've learned, we've been through. Our experiences are different. However, the heart and the body and the tingle in the back of your neck and the the thing that happens when two cosmic forces come together mm-hmm. is an undeniable unexplainable force and even when you try to push that force away it it calls you back and even when you it doesn't matter you know it, it we age matters in our minds in society on right. paper but it doesn't matter when that fireplace is going yes yeah, for sure okay <laughs> it's all about the lighting what is a cougar to you though like how like what's too young for you I say anybody in their 30s is too young for me. I mean, okay. my son Oliver is going to be 30 this yeah. year. So, yeah, I mean, actually this month, what am I talking about? So, uh, Not younger yeah, than your son. I, I don't want to no, I don't want right. to feel like I'm with someone that could be my son. You know, that's yeah. not sexy. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's not sexy at all. But I feel like, Robin, you're now a girl dad. I am. And I, I am happily transformed. Are you? <laughs> If I went back 20 years ago, when you were, you know, out and about doing your thing, I would say now that you're a girl dad, 
Are you playing back the things that you did and, and go, this is not happening to my daughters? Like, I am oh, locking yeah. it down. The protective uh, shield of daddyhood, you know, of uh, there's a maturity that happens, you know, uh, certain uh, selfish uh, endeavors turn into mistakes. And, and you know, Adam. Yeah, and, and you get to a point in your life where your priorities change. Your insecurities don't need to be fulfilled and satisfied mm. in some uh, meaningless way. You know what I mean? And so I think it's really just about, you know, all of our trajectories uh, are a little different. You know, mm -hmm. some people figure these things out a little earlier. Some people figure them out late and some figure them out too late. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm, lucky enough, I'm lucky enough to uh, have hit a wall and yet I had so much love around me and love in my heart that I was able to look in the mirror and build, build some things back, you know, and, and then become the man that I'm supposed to be for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> We're all uh, a work in progress, right? Yes, yeah. yes. I, I, Steve Harvey had a great quote. He said, you know, I've spent my 40s fixing all the mistakes I made in my 30s, you know, and, <laughs> and I, I think that that's where I'm at right now is saying, you know, I've had some good and some uh, some bad, but uh, most of it's been good. And, um, you know, I'm very grateful for that. Emma, I want to know, what's the worst pickup line you've ever gotten? Oh, I feel like it's been so long. <laughs> um, probably like, is that the newest iPhone? You know, like something just really <laughs> like silly and generic. That is terrible. You know, just something to spark the conversation when you're not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was at a bar and uh, this guy sent me over a drink and the bartender said, it's from that gentleman over there. And so, and then he also sent me a note and the note said, you are so beautiful. I would like to buy you a car. See, but that only happens to you. This has happened to you your whole life. <laughs> And it still happens to you. Cougar my ass. I was like, I'm jealous. If you're like, a cougar, a then the whole world is on safari. Let me tell you. Because. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I like used, that. Is there any pickup lines that you're like, Robin, that you're like, God, I can't believe I actually said that. And then it probably oh. works because you're Robin Thicke. Most of the time, I make fun of the pickup line itself. You know, with it, that oh. way, that way, you know that I'm I'm a mis I'm making a mistake right from the beginning. I've always tried to just uh, start with uh, "Hi, my name's Robin. What's your name?" Very basic, you know, or a compliment, some kind of a, "Oh, I love your uh, dress." You know, if it's true, <laughs> you know, baby, you got beautiful. Wow, you have beautiful eyes. What's your name? Just start right there. You know. Yeah. And, Tell the truth. If, if you don't really, if the eyes aren't getting to you, don't say the eyes. That's part of the lie. <laughs> um, can I get a little naughty? Can I ask you about something I heard? And I don't know how men are doing that. Is that okay? Let's let's try. I heard that some men are now. You know how like you crack your knuckles? Yeah. They're cracking their dicks. Well, I, you know, I, I know. Wow. <laughs> First of all, the fact that you were going to answer that question so quickly, I was like, wait a minute. He's not even like fumbling. Yeah, that's a strange. I mean, I guess, you know, what men do when they do what they do with that thing. <laughs> oh, that know, could be a name of a song. I got. I mean, I have a 10 year old son who's just, you know, learning how to play that instrument. You know what I mean? Right? I don't know what he's doing with it in his own time. You know what I mean? 
Do you want to be the one that talks to your 10-year-old about that? I mean, I feel like for me, I want to tell my boys, they're 13, and they know some things. But I feel like as a girl, I think they're going to be into girls, that it should come from me because I'm a girl, but yet I'm also their mom. I think you kind of feel out those conversations and your and the kids will give you feedback as to yeah. if they're ready for that. And then when they are, and then as long as you keep that open line of communication, they will lean to you when the time is right, because yeah. they are going to need valuable advice at some point. Yeah, that's true. So you just keep that open line of communication. And I, like with my son, we've talked about the important uh, issues, you know, and the important facts and how to treat a woman properly. But uh, there's still, he's got a lot of steps along the way that he can get some help with. You know? Yeah, no, he's only 10. I totally understand that. But I feel like, Garcelle, your boys are 13. It's like, I feel like they know probably more than you think. They about. know. I mean, I think they know a lot more than I think they do. But I feel like when I brought it up, Jade uh, definitely was interested. And Jax was like, I'm not ready. Yeah. Like he actually okay. said, I'm not ready, which I was happy that he could oh, verbalize that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, but it's weird, like raising kids now in this day where everything is accessible on their phones. Yes. Yeah. I worry about that. I you know, know? My, my parents were so open about all of it since we were young. So I was like, I was called like the informer of the friend group. So it'd be like <laughs> my parents would get a call like at least once a week. Of, you know what your daughter told my daughter? <laughs> <laughs> So it just was never like I. So don't you're not really... babysitting any of our kids. Sorry. Yeah, and that usually comes from the big brothers and big sisters too. I have two you know? big brothers. See that 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 See, you, that's what it does it. Yeah, but there was that's never a talk. Like there was never a talk. I just it was just something that was natural. It was openly discussed. It was yeah. It was never a thing. Yeah. 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 Um, Robin, can I give you if you're okay with this? I'm going to give you some words, and would you sing to me, please? Okay, I'll try. Okay, so I have a couple of like pickup lines. One of them is, I bet you smell like vanilla and caviar. Sweet and expensive. Oh, let me try. Okay, yeah. Uh... I bet you smell like vanilla and caviar. So sweet and expensive. You smell like vanilla and caviar. So yes. Hey. Oh, and the moves too. Yes. All yes, right. Yes, yes. All right. I like that. Okay. So you're welcome. That's your next song. <laughs> uh, this is the favorite part of uh, of my podcast is where you get to highlight someone who made you laugh or made you smile or inspired you this week. Emma, I'm going to start with you. Who would you like to go to bed with this week? I would like to go to bed with you, Garcelle. Oh. And okay. that is because you are just nonstop. Like I am... I'm just so proud of you and just Thank all you. the things you have going on. And I just think you're just killing it right now. And you're just Thank so you. in, you're just such an inspiration. So I want to go to bed with you. This wow. Week. Okay. We'll talk later. <laughs> okay. I look forward to it. <laughs> Robin, who's inspired you or made you laugh or it could well, you be know anyone. What? I mean, uh, obviously uh, uh, from watching the Super Bowl, her and Jasmine Sullivan, those vocals and those women who, oh my goodness, just inspire me. They touch my soul and they're beautiful and powerful. And so I'll go to bed with them. <laughs> I love that. I love that. We're not telling April. <laughs> I love that. I think right about now, after the newborn, she's like, you can have him. Right, exactly. 
<laughs> we'll get him out of here. Uh, I'm going to go to bed with a, a whole bunch of you. I'm going to be a whore. Hey. I'm going to go uh, to bed with the cast of Bridgerton because I am wow. obsessed yeah. with this show. I'm not, I don't like period pieces. I normally don't watch them. But this show, first of all, the fact that the cast is diverse and they don't even mention yes. the fact that they're diverse, yes. I love. Right. And uh, it's provocative, it's sexy. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say thank you for giving me that because it inspired me. Robin, where would you like people to find you and follow you and tell us about your new album? Well, the new album is called On Earth and in Heaven. And, uh, you know, it's just for... Uh, it's for families and lovers, and it's all about love and getting through the tough times and and uh, how to how to get through loss and hopelessness and turn your life into something beautiful, you know. And and uh, I, people can follow me on Instagram and all that good stuff. But really, just uh, want to send love to everybody through these tough times and uh, hope that the music gives them some healing energy. Mm, I love that. I love that, Emma. You can find me on Instagram at lifestyle underscore organizer. I'm a professional organizer and closet designer, and I'm doing a ton of virtual stuff. So if anybody needs any help, I know things are kind of just tough with COVID. So that's where you can find me. And I share a lot of tips and tricks to get you organized in your space. So that's where you can find me. I will be checking out those tricks. <laughs> I know I have to come by and do a little touch up over there. I cannot wait. You guys, thank you so much for joining me. It means the world to me. Thank you. Thank you guys. Congratulations so you, on season two. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And you can help support us by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. The after party continues on my Instagram at Garcelle and on my Twitter at Garcelle B. And you can now watch our full episodes on YouTube. Going to Bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast produced by Orion Television, Audio Up, and Bovey Wilson Productions, distributed by Audio Up. Concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson, hosted by Garcelle Beauvais. Executive producers, Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, Lisa L. Wilson, and Sam Winter. Co-executive producers, Cindy Levinson, Emu Zhu, associate producer, Taz Beckford. Music by Extreme Music. The show was edited and mixed by Emu Zhu.